Hello and welcome to Matt D'Elia is Confused. This is Matt D'Elia. And this week's guest is actually my first ever repeat guest. He is also just my first ever guest. Joe Walsh is back on the show. Joe, for those who don't know, well, first of all, you should know. Second of all, if you don't know, he's a former Tea Party Republican congressman, and he is currently running against Donald Trump for the nomination in the 2020 election, the Republican nomination. He's trying to primary Donald Trump and not having an easy time. He knew he was not going to have an easy time. He obviously knew he wasn't going to win, but he thought it was important anyway. We talk about that. We talk about a lot of shit, not just Trump. We talk about what the fuck is going on in this country just in general. This, I think this was even better than our first conversation, and I'm really excited for you guys to hear it. Uh, without any further delay, here is my second conversation with Republican challenger to Donald Trump for the nomination in 2020, Joe Walsh. Okay. All good. Okay, Joe, how you been, man? I'm good. I'm in Iowa slugging away <laughs> trying to meet as many voters as I can. What an experience. Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously I want to ask you about that because last yeah. time we talked, you hadn't announced yet. And uh, I was excited when you did announce. Uh, I've been following uh, just as I was before. But I'm curious yep. to ask the actual man who is experiencing it, how is the yeah. experience going? Toughest thing i ever did yeah. Matt, without a doubt um look uh, and, and you and i talked about this a little bit i think the last time we talked i think trump's unfit mm -hmm. i think he's a danger to the country i thought it was really important that there was a republican out there every day saying it and that's why i got into this because nobody else did um but but yeah it i knew getting in it was a long shot right it's been made even more difficult because of Trump and the party. I mean, I, I know you probably know this. They've literally canceled the primaries in 10 states. Yeah. Uh, so that's like taking 10 states off the table like that. That's never happened before. So we've been up against a bunch of un-American bullshit like that. What's the deal with the, what, what, what is the, I, I did see that, but what is their rationale? Like, what are they saying is the rationale behind that? They're saying that they're they're and again, Matt, just understand this has never happened before. Right. Um, sometimes primaries have been canceled when there's no opposition. Right. But you've got me and you've got a former governor, Republican governor running against Trump. So what they're saying is they're doing it to save money, which is bull because they're still having a primary, mm -hmm. just not this race. And then they're saying it but, but uh, because uh, we're not credible candidates, even though we're on the ballot and yeah. I'm on the ballot in 30 to 35 states. Look, it, it's it's not complicated at all. The Republican Party is not a party. It is a cult. And they do exactly what Trump tells them to do. And that's what these state party bosses are are doing. Trump told them cancel primaries. And that's what they're doing. God, that is so true. I, it's it, I mean. It happened quick. Like this is, we're talking three years since Obama and this, yeah. this sort of 
rapid morph of the Republican Party, uh, which does at this point really does mirror a cult. I mean, it's, it is. it's the most tired thing, but he said it himself when he was running, he could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and his voters would still vote for him. That that's just been borne out to be absolutely true. But like what? you're out there and you're seeing it and I I know you're probably running into it a bit. Like what does it look like? Like what is, I know what happens in the headlines. I I see it on the news, but like, what is it like running up against it on the ground now as you are doing? Are you, you must be encountering (laughs) that a lot face to face, you know? Yeah. Every day, every day, Matt. And look, uh, in general, a lot of Republican voters, because that's most of who I'm talking to, even though they like some of the things Trump's done, they're they're freaking exhausted of Trump. Yeah. A lot of them are. And, and a lot of those people will still vote for him if they don't have another alternative. But there are some people, Matt, that I just can't reach. And I bounce into them every day. Right. I mean, part of, you know, his 35 percent. He can do no wrong with them. And you got it right. Trump knows what it is. And, and look, all cults are led by demagogues who lie to them. I mean, Donald Trump lies almost every time he opens his mouth. Yeah. Uh, and these, and, and many of his followers, Matt, know it. Uh, they, they, they don't care. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, it, it's difficult, but you know, a lot of people have left the Republican party because of Trump and we're trying to pull them back in. Well, that, that's kind of where the next thing I wanted to ask about, I mean, uh, w- the people that are going to vote for him are going to vote for him. And the people yeah. that aren't are going to vote for, I'm assuming just kind of whoever wins the Democratic nomination. But like right. what, who is still, who out there is still left? You know, like I feel like it's three years now. Is there anyone, are there people out there who are actually still oscillating between one side and the other? Because I feel like what another thing Trump has done is that he's entrenched both sides so deeply that you know unless you're you you're not going to ever be talking to the other side under any circumstance and it's just like it's it's just so deeply pitted you know so what is even is there any budging happening anywhere even in the middle is is there a gray area that i'm not seeing does that make sense yeah yeah no you may i think you're on to it i think when we get to the general election if it's trump against somebody I think there are very few undecided people. Um, the country was divided before Trump. That's why we got Trump. Right. He's like he's like the ugly product of the divide. But make no mistake, he's divided it even further. Um, there will be a lot of people, if it is Trump against any Democrat, Matt, there'll be a lot of people who won't like either choice. Yeah. But I think... Look, a lot of so many people didn't think Trump was going to win in 16. A lot of Democrats stayed home. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't care if it's Bernie or Biden, whoever it is. I don't think Democrats are going to make that mistake again. I just can't imagine they will. Yeah, I, I think last time we talked, we, we, we spoke before the first Democratic debate. And I, yeah. I, 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 at that time, I was thinking Biden's probably the best bet. But I, 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 in the debates, as we've all seen, he just he looks the way he looks. He looks old. He looks like he's he, he's not really there. And the idea of him debating Trump is a fucking scary one. But uh, and I, I, I I'm it no, feels, no, no, no. What do you think? Matt, yeah, don't, be, don't. Yeah, don't be scared about that. Yeah. Uh, here, here's the deal. You know, Trump can't debate. 
Yeah. Trump can't put two words together. Uh, again, do, do do debates matter? I don't know. I don't but know, Hillary yeah. circles around him. Yeah, true. Uh, here, here's the one thing Biden's got going for him is he's a decent man. Yeah. He's, he's, and look, I, I, and, and I even, I, I speak this way when I'm talking to Republicans, because look, I've been a very out, you and I talked about it. I've yeah. been very outspoken for 10 years. I've been in the battles. Yeah. I've said a bunch of shit that I regretted. Um, and, and I'm like a reformed outlaw in many ways, <laughs> right. but I think, I think like decency, I think decency is going to win this year. I think I, even if Biden seems too fragile or too old, he's a decent guy. I just think we're so effing tired of having a horrible human being in the White House. I don't think it matters who the Democrat is. Yeah, I mean, you you might be right. I mean, the exhaustion is pretty high across the board. Yeah. I mean, that seems like that that is it. I feel like the one thing everyone can agree on, even if. You know, because it's getting a little tense between the Democratic candidates at this point. Now that it's really yeah. coming close to Iowa, there's kind of the yeah. neck and neck thing. Even Liz and and and, and Bernie are kind of going head to head about it. But yeah. the one thing I think everyone underneath everything is just this is fucking exhausting. It's exhausting to deal with it's this shit. It's the Donald Trump show every day, and most Americans, Matt, don't want four more years of the Donald Trump show. They just don't. It's crazy. I mean, any any day. It doesn't matter what else is happening in the world. The headline on every major news site is about him. It's as if the rest of the world isn't going on, you know. Well, and he and he and Matt, he wants it that way. Yeah, he does. And this I mean, is what yeah. I this is what I tell Republicans. Like, if if you care about immigration or healthcare or our our, our country's infrastructure is falling apart, nothing's going to happen for for another four years because right. Trump every day wakes up and he makes it about himself every day. He's he's the most narcissistic human being I've ever I've ever encountered. Yeah, uh, what's I mean? You have to be able to have there. You must have because you've been there. You must have some insight yeah. into what is. I mean, now with the impeachment trial going on, everybody's trying to block witnesses. Like, what? Right. The fuck is the? Yeah. Why can't? Look, if they think he's innocent and it's going to be a show trial anyway, they're going to let him off. Why don't they just – what's the big fear? Is it as – because to me, when I look at it just objectively, if I didn't know anything about it and there was some side saying, we don't want any witnesses to talk about anything, I would think, oh, they're, well, they're guilty as shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the guilty yeah. side, the end. Yeah. You know, and, and it seems yeah. to put forth a narrative that they're trying to suppress, but that alone screams of guilt. And, and I don't yeah. – and and it also would appear at least this at this point anything can change, but it seems like it, there's the, there's sort of the, the in the Senate the Republicans are sort of like a wall and they're actually probably going to succeed at blocking witnesses, and they will yeah so they will but, and they'll succeed Matt in in just putting forth a sham trial and they'll succeed but I think it'll kick him in the ass come November because the polling is clear on. The fact that most Americans want a fair trial. Hell, most Americans know Trump did something wrong. Many, almost fifty percent, believe he did something illegal. Yeah. He committed a crime. Uh, it, it's it's McConnell is like Trump in that they're scared to death of losing their voters. So all they talk to is their hardcore thirty five percent of the vote, and that's what they're going to do, and they'll get them riled up, but. 
But but by doing this, Matt, they're going to lose most of the country, and they deserve to be spanked in November. Yeah, uh, and I say that I say that as a Republican, right? They yeah. deserve Republicans will deserve to be spanked. Uh, why? I mean, I, I have to believe there are more in on on their on the interior. There are more Republicans like you than you would think by yeah. gauging, but yeah. just going online or whatever the fuck, turning on the news. Yeah. Why aren't I mean, I know the simple reason, but I, I can't help but think that there is a path to doing that. I mean, you're doing it, and I, it's, I, I know it's like a massive uphill climb, but you're out there and you're doing it. Why are you, why are you well, the only well, one fucking doing that, you know? <laughs> well, Matt, I'm doing it, but I'm getting my butt kicked right. every day. And re- realistically, when I'm done with this, if I can't beat him, uh, I'm probably done mm. in the Republican Party if, if if forever for a long time. Mm-hmm. So they look at what they look at me and they think I don't want to go through what Joe Walsh is going through. Right. Because here's the deal. Here's the bet they've made. And I talk to these guys privately in the House and the Senate. And the things that I say about Trump publicly, most of them believe privately. Right. They're they're afraid of angering Trump's voters. They don't like Trump and they're not afraid of Trump. They're afraid of losing Trump's voters. Mm. They think, Matt, that Trump's going to lose in November. And a lot of these Republicans want him to lose because they want he's like a storm. They don't they want to just go away. So they've made a bet that Trump's going to lose in November and then he'll be gone and the good old Republican Party can come back. Now, that's bullshit. Yeah, because even when Trump loses, Matt. He ain't going anywhere. Yeah. He's going to still make a bunch of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I saw you on, on Mar last weekend yeah. and that specifically came up. And I think that's a big sort of anxiety that people have, even if Huge. he loses or possibly, especially if he loses, there's yeah. just going to be something that we all know is going to be deeply fucked up. We don't know what it is. I mean, some people will tell you he's not going to leave. Right. But but yeah, I don't. Mar, Mar was kind of insinuating that, and I don't think we'd let that happen. Right? Yeah, just militarily, that's just yeah. not possible. Almost not possible. Yeah. Um, but but there's other things that he can do that will really yep. be. T- I mean, you know, there's the whole when everybody thought he was going to lose in 2016, they were thinking it was just going to an avenue towards starting Trump TV or or whatever the fuck it was. But and I he'll mean, do it. Yeah, he'll, he'll grab he'll grab Sean Hannity, right? And they'll start their own whatever, and he'll grab all of his followers, and he'll try to screw up the Republican Party. He'll try to do whatever he can do. And and to me, Matt, that's a big part of why I did what I did because I think knowing that, I think it's important right now mm-hmm. for Republicans to stand up against what Trump is. Yeah, I mean. Th- th- it's interesting to look at at these career Republicans who have yeah their whole life basically at least the the temperament and and the style of politics uh, the kind of person that he is it's been a kind of person that they try to stay away from and yet now yeah. there's this glomming on to him as if he's the end all be all and you're and you're saying which does make sense that they don't like him but are just you know, they've hitched the ride to him, right? And so they, right. they have no choice now but to stay with him or seem like they're supporting him until he's actually gone. But th- here's the thing to me. Isn't that also kind of a career suicide? Because to me, once he's out and there are these sort of Rubio-style career politicians that right. supported Trump and everyone – once Trump's gone, there's a vacuum and, and everyone – 
the the narrative is going to be fucking finally that guy's gone and yeah. all these people are going to have to say well they're going to have to answer for all the times they fucking defended him or supported him or whatever <laughs> and i don't know why they don't have at least some foresight to think well i'm going to be fucked when that happens are they just going down with a sinking ship and they don't get like i know you're not like that you're the opposite but what it seems so clear that one day they're going to be fucked for this you know and I- Matt, that's a great point, man. And, and, and this is the one answer I don't have. I don't, I don't know why they don't see that. I think every Republican right now has to be on the record on where you are with Trump and, and where you are right now, uh, we're not going to forget. And for the life of me, I don't know why guys like Rubio and Cruz and Nikki Haley don't see that because I think the Republican party is screwed for a while, a long time. And again, Trump's not going, even though Trump's going to lose, Yeah, I, I still think you're going to see guys like Rubio and Haley and Cruz kind of pay homage to him because they don't want to lose all of his followers. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's almost going to be, he's still going to be the king figure yeah. of the movement, regardless of who carries the baton. What's going to be fucking really depressing is when, uh, is when he, whoever come is coming after Trump, like whoever is the actual yeah. nominee in a presidential race after him or, or the primaries, it's going to be very depressing to watch all of them sort of scramble to, f- to take that style and vibe and, right. and carry right. it and push it forward. You know, I mean, imagining, I mean, we saw it a little bit in 2016 when yeah. everyone kind of realized the Trump thing was working and then Rubio and Cruz acted like yeah. they could do yeah. that shit too. And that was extremely <laughs> depressing and sad and just weird, you know? Uh, and it yeah. was the writing was on the wall. Okay. This is Trump's just going to win now because everyone's sort of following his lead. But it, it, once he can't be in the mix, what is even, I mean, you're kind of, the point what you're talking about is making me think like what is a future republican presidential candidate even possibly how can that even look do you know what i mean well like, and just and, and, and matt just throw this on top of everything you're saying if trump loses in november he could run again for president in 2024 i know i yeah. mean i i just i just put that out there man i just put that out there unless he's in jail i mean who knows what the hell he'll do yeah i mean that's a that's a terrifying thought. How the old, only yeah the only thing we know about Donald Trump the only thing we know is all he gives a damn about is Donald Trump. Yeah. So if if he has to blow up the Republican Party permanently, he doesn't care. He yeah. doesn't care. Yeah. I mean, it, he wasn't even a Republican. Like he wasn't no. a Republican until he just realized he could be, <laughs> and he, the opening was there for him on that side. Yeah. He's about promoting Donald Trump. That's what he's been his whole damn life. Yeah. Um, well, with Iowa coming up on the other side of the aisle, Democrats, yeah. I, I I look at the other side and I just think it, it seems to me now like it's going to be Bernie, good or bad. It seems like Bernie is the guy that is the one that – that's my impression. And it seems like he – has reignited his sort of fire from 2016 in a way that I didn't really expect. Cause I think last time yeah. we talked, actually, I think we both uh, agreed that the only way they can lose they, the Democrats is if they push a hard, clear, far left socialism kind of thing. I don't know if I think that anymore. I think that, that 
Bernie might have the best chance of everybody on, their, on the other side because he has that cult following potential that you were talking about earlier with Trump. And I, I yeah. want to hear what you think about this one thing that I can't stop thinking about, which is that the way I, I'm worried that the way Trump might have really changed it ultimately for the foreseeable future, regardless of whether he's involved, is this is this is this cult of personality yeah. figure yeah. thing yeah. that I see yeah. as potentially just kind of becoming the thing. And whether the politics matter or not, I don't even know if him being a socialist, whatever, even matters as much as does he have that cult of personality? And I, I don't know. Well, I, I can, it's, it's an interesting thought, man. I can tell you this, uh, and everybody listening to us right now, f- from a Republican's perspective, if somebody like Joe Biden is the Democrat nominee, what I know for a fact is a huge amount of Republicans are going to vote for him. If somebody like Bernie is the nominee, that ain't happening. Right. So, the and I'm not saying Bernie can't win right, in right, general, right. but the only way Bernie can win is if all of those left-wing constituencies, young people and people of color and all of them, they better come out in droves. Yeah. Um, hit Bernie's turnout on the left better be huge because Republicans will vote for Biden. They're, they're not going to vote for Bernie. Yeah, that's an interesting point, actually. I wonder, when I think about socialism and the stigma around it, definitely when when uh, you were young, when I was yeah. young, too, there was this thing about socialism and obviously communism, still about communism. Yeah. But now socialism, I do wonder the word. I don't know if it's this, like, because think about it. I'm thinking about it, and I was thinking about, okay, when Trump was elected, the first-time voter, if you're 18 in 2020, you were 14 when Trump got elected. Yeah, I'm wondering if socialism even has that ring to it to young people anymore, where they have this like they're repelled by. It. I, I I actually don't know, and I'm wondering they're if not. that yeah they're they're you're they're right. not right. You're, you're, Matt, your instinct is right. All the polling data right now shows us that it's generational. For people my age in the 50s and above, socialism is still viewed negatively. Right. But people under 50, majorities of millennials and younger people, high school and college students, look more favorably upon the term socialism than capitalism. I mean, we, we don't know exactly what they necessarily mean when they yeah. say socialism, right. but it, it is definitely not a negative for young people. What do we think is the root? Like, what is, is that just like a distance from history, from, from socialism being a sort of synonymous with this this uh nefarious uh enemy yeah. i guess power you know what i mean like i, I i'm wondering why why that has sort of the harshness of the term has dissolved I, yeah i think it's a lack of appreciation or understanding of what socialism and communism is and has done but i also think among young americans it's you know they feel like capitalism isn't delivering when it comes to health care and their jobs and wages, they're seeing, again, in their view, I disagree with it, but they're seeing capitalism, you know, let a lot of people down. And, yeah. and so the notion of free college and Medicare for all appeals to a lot mm-hmm. of young people. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Um, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. It, it is interesting to think about the turn happening because not because of it's a specifically an embrace of socialism, but it's more 
a disillusionment with capitalism yes. and yes. and 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 at least a very strong entity in this case Bernie putting forth this alternative you know um it, it is yeah. interesting though just just in my in the last like 15 years the the, the word has come totally. to not really have any negative connotation it also seems to have split a little from i feel like socialism and communism were, were kind of lumped together in a way right and now right. there seems to be this vast separation in people's minds about what one is and what the other one is um but I, I, I well, and look and look, Matt. This is why this is why it's so important to have a real Republican Party. Because I, I look, I appreciate the hell out of Bernie. Uh-huh. Because even though I disagree with him, he's genuine in his beliefs. And really, what's he arguing for? He's arguing for a bigger, more active government to do a lot more. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. And I think young people want that. Yeah. But we need another. I, I mean, I, I need. I'm a Republican. Yeah. I'm a conservative because I I want to make the case that. Freedom is better than big government. And right now we don't have a party making that case. And it's a shame. How, I mean, what are the core ways you would say that Trump has sort of distorted that? Because I I look at him and I think, wait, where's the Republican? Like, where's the guy that's, that, that ran as the, who's the Republican inside that person? You know, I mean, his appointees, you could argue, obviously they're, they're on one side of the spectrum pretty far, but, but, but him himself, I'm not. You, no, he is. He's got no man. He's got no. Donald Trump has never had a core set of beliefs. He doesn't believe in anything. Raise yeah. taxes, cut taxes, secure the border. Not it, it doesn't pro life, pro choice, pro gun, anti gun. Donald Trump is nothing. All, all all Donald Trump was, and the reason he won in sixteen was he was a punch in the face for you know forty six percent of Americans who were sick of CNN and all the elites in Washington. That's all he was. Yeah. He was a reactionary punch in the face to that. Has it's not? It wasn't issues based at all. And the things that we, the things that got him elected. Let's say that yeah. you know, there's the immigration thing, and there's a few key yeah. things that got him elected. Where are those? Are those going to be the things that get him? Let's say he does win re-election. Are those even the things that are going to put him back in office, or is it now just this cult, full-on culture war thing? Because that's what yeah, I get I from him. I just get the culture right. war you're... thing, and it's like, you know, if you're on my side, then then it doesn't really matter yeah. what he's do. You know what I mean? Like it's just like it's purely just a he's going to try. Yeah. You know, like a Hollywood thing. He's going to try to recreate a, a, an effective sequel. Right. You know, like uh, like uh, like build Mexico is going to pay for the wall. Uh, uh, number two, he's going to try that song and dance again. But I think you're right, Matt. It, it's not issues. It's just you're on my team and you're on my tribe. Those people on the other team and tribe are bad. They're bad. We're good. That's all he's got. And I think that's all he's going to use. I, I think the de- whoever the Democrat nominee is, has got to be a hell of a lot smarter in bringing together. Remember, Trump only won by like 70,000 votes in three states. That's mind-boggling, yeah. Find a candidate. I mean, it is. Find a candidate who can get those 70,000 votes in Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Donald Trump is toast. Yeah, I mean, speaking of you on Mar, uh, with Andrew Yang, I feel like, look, I don't think it's possible that he's going to win. I no. do think that if he won the nomination, he would absolutely crush Donald Trump. I truly believe that. I just don't think he has an avenue to winning the nomination because of 
because, because, because. But, but I do think that the, the, the thing that he talks about, which is that you're, you need to focus on the things that got Trump elected. And yeah. you, and you, and you need to speak directly to the people that voted for him for those reasons. And I think the further the, the Democrats get from that, the, the more likely it is that they actually do fumble this, you know? Cause I think there's and a, don't, and don't speak down and don't speak down or bad about the people who voted for Trump. Separate Trump from the people who voted for him. Right. Right. You know, I think that's, that's my, in terms of like my evolution of thought on, on, on that in particular, I think one of the things that I've probably changed the most on in this, in this arena is I remember thinking, how the fuck could someone <laughs> vote for that guy? But now I don't think that at all. Now I t- actually feel like I totally get why someone would vote for him. I just, the idea that it could happen, that, that, that someone could vote for him and then take four years of this, unless they're in his cult, I just don't see how you can do that again. And yeah, but you nailed it, unless they're in his cult. And yeah, clearly there are bad people. There are some bad people, some racists and some bigots who support Donald Trump. You got bad people on both sides. You got nuts on both sides. But the vast majority of the people who voted for Donald Trump, the majority, are good, decent people who uh, a, a demagogue took advantage of. Yeah. Uh, fuck, you know what I just thought of? I just thought of that. Remember that Stephanopoulos um special he did with trump when he was talking yeah. specifically trump specifically said why wouldn't i take information exactly. from another that's literally exactly what he's being impeached for yes and it, 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 again there's <laughs> matt there's a pattern here right yeah. <laughs> in 16 he welcomed russia screwing in our elections he he told stephanopoulos hell yeah i'd take dirt from a foreign government and then that's what he did he Put the screws on Ukraine yeah. to help him cheat in the 2020 election. It's obvious. Yeah. Do I kind of we circled this a little bit just before, but uh, do actual the actual does the actual message do the actual politic does do the politics of a candidate even even actually matter? Not ever anymore. Period. Moving forward, but specifically right now. Is that something that is going to matter in 2020? Because to me, it really just feels like it's just going to be about who emotionally sweeps, you know, us up into his into his thing. You know, because I I, I don't if it's say it's say it's Bernie against Trump, uh, I, the vastness of the of the, the the difference in in the message of the candidates is so vast. But there will be people independent voters who are oscillating and deciding at last minute about who's who, who they're going to vote for. And it's, it's, it's concerning to me in, in the sense of, I don't know how much it matters what the candidate is really saying anymore. And I feel, and I'm worried that what does matter is just like purely the, the, the vibe of the candidate, the persona of the candidate and, and, and this, the, the, the TV, the, how, how well they yeah. go on TV and how, how much their message is, is sort of tied into their persona as well. You know, I think your I think your, your gut is right. Issues matter less. Uh, Trump is like the personification of that. And, and look, I, I would argue that, uh, we saw, we become, our politics has become all about celebrity. Yeah. I would argue that Obama 
Obama was a lot of that. I Obama agree. was a celebrity. Yeah. Obama had no experience right. before he became president. But Trump took that on steroids. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, and you combine that, Matt, with the fact that it's like we all want to f and be part of whatever tribe we're on now. It's my tribe, my tribe, my tribe, and I don't care if my people are bad people. I got to beat the other tribe. We're so tribal now. Yeah. Uh, that issues issues don't matter as much. I don't care what Trump does. He's I, I'm on his team. Yeah. That kind of will. Yeah. Uh, tell me. Uh, your book, you wrote a book. Wait, wait, when does your book come out? I wrote a book. I wrote a book, man. It's coming out on February 18th. You've got to buy it, man. Pre-order. Go to, uh, you can go on Amazon right now and pre-order it. Here's the title, Matt. Yes. It's called Fuck Silence. I like the uh, title. <laughs> calling, uh, calling Trump out for the cultish, moronic, authoritarian con man that he is. And, and, and Matt, the whole point of the book is, and I'm a conservative, but the whole point of the book is I would rather have a socialist in the White House than a dictator. Mm. Uh, this is a guy. This guy is who our founding fathers feared. Um, and it's time for Republicans and conservatives not to be silent anymore. We got to call out Trump for who he is. Yeah, I mean, that is a bold stance. How, how do <laughs> I mean, I love it, as you know, but I'm yeah, curious well, as to like what. You, you, I know you talk to a lot of Republicans on the inside, yeah. privately sometimes. But what is like? What are they saying to you about what you're doing? Like, what the people who are like pussyfooting around, like I, I hate them, yeah. but I can't talk about it. When you talk to them, I know what they're saying to what they're saying about what is up with them. But what are they saying? What's up with you? Like, what what is their take on what you are doing and what have been doing? Um, some a minority are privately cheering me, right. but most are disappointed. They wish that I hadn't challenged him. They wish that I would have just stayed quiet and let Trump lose all by himself in November, and then we can all hold hands and be buddies again. So most of them are disappointed that I'm doing this. But that seems so weak. That I don't. What? 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 Well, it exposes. Man, it exposes them. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. I, I, right. It, 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 you know, fuck silence. That's the name of the book. Mm -hmm. Come on, Marco Rubio and Rand Paul and all of you. Yeah. It's time to speak out. And they, so they don't want somebody out there speaking out about things that they believe in. Right. God, Marco Rubio. When he comes <laughs> up, my brain does this. Like, it's just like, it's like I'm getting shut, like zapped in my brain. I, I fucking, he, for some reason, I think of him as just like the epitome of the, the bulldozed weak yeah, Republican, yeah. you know, where yeah. it's like he at first or would, even, or even like even Matt Ted Cruz. Yeah. Think of the horrible things that Donald Trump said only three years ago about Cruz and his wife. I mean, horrible things. Yeah. And now Cruz is one of Trump's biggest cheerleaders. <laughs> what is that? It's very, very strange. Um, and the demagogue thing, it's interesting I feel like just generally growing up in America, we we learn a lot about uh, fascist dictators, but we don't learn yes. a lot about uh, socialist and communist dictators. I, I'm reading this Stalin biography. It's this epic long oh, wow. thing. And obviously the politics are not in line with him, but there is shit that he did and that basically every figure like this does. 
to silence opposition, to bulldoze opponents, and to bend those who did oppose him into being full full throated supporters. And it, it, it it's yeah. it's wild to me almost it's it I wouldn't say it's easy, but when it happens, it seems so fucking simple. Like like he just blew yeah. a, blew him over or something, you know? And I they and, lie. They and that's 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 a big part of what I get into in the book. They all, all good dictators and demagogues and authoritarians they lie and they create a cult of personality around them that insulates them. And Trump's done that magnificently. Yeah. Yeah, he's fucking good at it. I wonder if he's being smart or if he's just this kind of no. demonic thing that is naturally like good at that. You know what I mean? Like, because he is good at that. Like, there's no doubt about the fact that he's good at being. <laughs> like these shitty dictators you know what i mean like he, he well, well yeah but uh, again to your credit and my credit and most everybody listening to us right now uh-huh. we, we we have shame if we did something bad or something ugly something embarrassed us uh-huh. we'd feel it donald I, i've never i've never seen a human being like this uh donald trump has no shame yeah I yeah. mean, nothing makes him feel bad. He apologizes for nothing. He's embarrassed by nothing he says or does. That's that's dangerous because then that that kind of person can do anything. God, that's so true. I just imagine having uh, just I, ima- I imagining acting like him for a day and how fucking <laughs> shitty I'd feel afterwards. Like it just it, you're right. There's no. It's almost like and he doesn't. You, yeah. you, you'd, you'd want to kill yourself right, if yeah. you were Trump for a day. Yeah. He feels no shame at all. Yeah. And you know the other thing? He doesn't <laughs> – I don't think I've ever seen him laugh ever. Like a it's real a great point, Matt. laugh. He doesn't point. laugh. That is yeah, – he, he doesn't laugh because, again, he's not capable of, of like caring about anything outside of him. It's all him. Yeah. And he hates dogs. I don't know about you, Matt, but I love dogs. I got three of them. Donald Trump can't stand dogs. He's one of the first presidents we've had in ages who doesn't have a dog. If you don't like dogs, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, I mean, I could not agree more. It's so funny that it's like he's just vertically all of the things that are telltale signs of a fucking maniac. He has them all in spades and he's president. Yes. And that's why that's why that's why I did this. Because it's not about policies. If I just disagreed with Trump on some policies, big deal. I wouldn't have put myself through this because I'm getting threats every day. I mean, this is a horrible thing that I'm doing. It's yeah. difficult. This is about I mean, you, you. You're reading about Stalin. To yeah. me, this is like America's version of something like that. Yeah, it is. This is scary shit. It's weird to be in the middle of it while it's happening. Because when yeah. you think of this kind of shit historically, you look back and I mean, just reading about Stalin, you think. They cover the big events and the big moments and the big tide, the shifting tides, but they don't cover the day-to-day weird slog that over time, it just starts to change. And suddenly you look yeah. back and you think, wait, what How? What happened? How? How is this person who has every single telltale sign of a, of a, of a sociopath, how has yes. he gathered so much steam and power and how has he risen – so high it, it, it's on the day-to-day it's not really framed that way in our minds but when when i really do stop and think about it it's like 
what the fuck what did happen you know like where did this come from and i know i know the issues and i know the things that 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 were uh happening that allowed a figure like that to come forward but it still is a trip to just look at him listen to him the whole vibe the things he says and think that is the president and that person's been president for three years like holy shit and he might be president for four more and he could very easily get reelected. And that's why, again, I know that Bernie or Biden or Warren isn't going to take any advice from a Joe Walsh. But to me, the way you just framed it, Matt, it's got to be that kind of a conversation with the American people. I agree. I, I, I would make the 2020 should be all just period about Trump. Yeah. And, and my God, wake up. I mean, if you want this, you want this. But this is who he is. America, do you want four more years of this person? It's got to be all about Trump. Oh, man. Yeah. Hey, hey, we, Matt, be thankful. We do not live in dull times, brother. We, <laughs> we're living in interesting times. It's true. I mean, do you, do you think about, I mean, you must. I mean, you have a long view of history, American history. You yeah. know, I mean, what is this well look you and i you and i talked about this matt i think the last time we talked Uh and i was honest with you in that as you take a long view i think the country america that you and i both love Uh i think it's almost like too big and i think it's breaking up at the seams i really do And, and i i think that we talk about people who live out in la and people who live in the middle of nebraska or san fran or indiana I worry that we no longer have the essentials in common. Yeah. I'm worried about this country being able to stay together. And what, yeah, I mean, I I completely share that. What what is, if you were to say, like, if you, what is this period going to be when we look back on it? You know, like, what is, what are we going through? If you had to guess, like, what is the way this specific moment politically will be viewed historically because i've called it the i've called it uh, on the radio the last five or six years i think we're living at the onset of like a third american revolution and i call the civil war the second american revolution Uh, i i think we are in a revolutionary period where the country and i think it's going to go on for a while is either going to eventually break up uh, or somehow we're going to miraculously stay together. But I think we're going through that revolutionary period right now. And it, and, and look, Trump's, Trump's just a byproduct. Right, right. Be, but yeah, I think we're into this. This will super, this will last longer than your and my lifetimes on this earth. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I, th- I, and I was thinking about this uh, since the last election, but I mean, it's always kind of been around in my head. I, I'm, I'm it seems time that an actual third third party should be a viable yeah. possibility, you know, because yeah. what, I think you talk about exhaustion. I think one of the things people are extremely, extremely exhausted by is this, is this, are these two choices that we have totally, every four totally. years and it's, it, people don't like either fucking party. Nobody Both likes either suck. party. That helped get Trump elected, by the way. Totally. Both parties suck. Totally, because yeah. he was this outsider. He had he had the Republican label because he won the primaries, but he wasn't as a fucking was Republican. As was Bernie. As is Bernie. Bernie, as is too, Bernie. yeah. 
Right. And that I would think is, is probably a big part of his appeal because there are voters yeah. out there who are just like, I don't give a shit. Do it different. I don't care how the, the way that it's different. You seem like someone who might know you as in Bernie, yeah. you, even you, you know, Trump, if there's an alternate alternative vision, I guess maybe I'll give you my vote because whatever the fuck's going on now is not working. So where's the, to you, the viability of a third party to me, that seems like extremely viable, but, but what is stopping it? I'll tell you what's stopping it. The two parties, right? Right. And and most Americans don't realize this. The two parties over the course of the last 70 years have virtually have made it almost impossible through peaceful means for a third or fourth party to become viable. They've, they've rigged the game in each and every state. It's almost impossible. So, but there is a hunger for a third or fourth party. So my thinking, Matt, is for it to happen, it's going to have to be ugly. Yeah. Because it, it, it can't happen really peacefully because the game's been rigged. So, but you could see it happen in the next five to 10 years. It just seems like the most natural evolution of the moment right now because Everybody, I mean, I think the one thing that everybody kind of, the tenor of the conversation right now to me feels like everyone on any stage, on the Democratic stage, definitely Trump and and the parties in general, everyone's so not into any of it, you know? And as you talked about earlier, the main drive on the left right now is to get Trump out. It's not about putting forth shit on the left policies that are typically uh democratic or or of the left it's really get that guy out it has nothing to do with party any anything it's just we don't like him and that's valid i feel the same way i fucking hate him but and i and i can relate to that but underneath that it really is the my it would be i guess my values that I, i don't like what he's doing in office i do agree with you that anyone who's like that if Trump was a Democrat doing Democratic things that Democrats loved, I'd still want his ass out because he he's fucking Maddie. scares it's like, me. It's it's like he he is he's a criminal, right? Yeah, he 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 lives above the law. He's a criminal, so it is a state of emergency. I feel bad for the Democrats because they would like to be talking about these issues, but it's like we have a criminal in the White House right now. That's got to be taken care of first. It's true, and there's so much other shit to do, and. Yeah. He's just an energy suck. All of the fucking attention goes to him. It's cr- it's fucking crazy. Uh, yes. And in the news, <laughs> I want to talk about the news a little bit because yeah. it, it's as if, look, if the media really is anti-Trump, if the media is actually really in this collected, concerted effort to try to make Trump lose, they're doing it wrong and should know because all they're ever doing is putting his name at the very top of every fucking website and every he's it's the it's it's still the world's greatest PR. It doesn't matter if they're talking shit about him every time he's in he's in the news. Yeah, there's still it's only about him, and I I worry that it's going to almost be difficult to imagine what the country would look like without him as the head of it, because every fucking news story is is about him. And if he's gone, it's almost like well, then what are we going to have to? We're going to actually have to talk about real issues. It's almost like him becoming the circus show attraction becomes the appeal of him because he he's a way to ignore other shit that's harder to solve that really that we really do need to be talking about 
And he's I, good for business. Let's be honest, CNN, Fox, and MSNBC. He's good for business. And that's all it is, right? The people going to click on yeah. it. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. It, to me, it's just like, it's indicative of the system just entirely being broken top to bottom because they don't want him to win is, is the narrative. And I think that's probably true. I think the media does hate him, but, but they still just care about the fucking advertising and the clicks. Well, and, and again, let's be real. He is the most powerful person in the world. And when he talks or tweets or does something, yeah. it has to be covered. It's true. He's got the loudest megaphone in the world and he takes advantage of it. I just wish they would, they would report on him like honestly and, and, and call out his lies more objectively they just don't what do you think that is i mean do you think there there's a f- i look at that and i think it, it seems like a response the a fear response to the way trump treats them it's like they feel like well i have to be fair because i'm being called unfair and there's this weird well he it's almost like they i don't i don't get what is your why do you think they're they don't do that they don't call it because because uh they look every politician lies sometimes and every politician fudges and embellishes and exaggerates and the media generally has a hard time with politicians saying that it's a lie they'd rather say oh he exaggerated here that was a false statement Mm -hmm. they they don't know how to deal with this guy because don again shameless donald trump uh, will just openly and publicly lie. Mm-hmm. And the media has a very hard time using that word because they haven't used it with other politicians. But we've never had a politician like this who will unabashedly just lie. They don't know how to deal with him. They st- even after three years, they still don't. Yeah, it's very true. I mean, it's, it, they're, they're dealing with him the exact same way they dealt with him leading up to the election, which is just everything he does, the sensational shit, cover that. Uh, and that's, and he's, and and look, he's, he knows they're weak and he, he knows they're vulnerable and he takes advantage of them. Just like he knows his fellow Republicans are weak and he can get away with whatever he wants. And so he takes advantage of that. I know this is impossible to, to, to figure out because thankfully we're not inside his mind, but do you think he knows he's lying or do you think he's just a straight up crazy guy and not really thinking even deeply enough to know that he's telling lies. I think because he's been doing it, Matt, his whole life. And and again, it's in my book. He's literally lived a con. He's a con man. Mm -hmm. I think at this point, he's 72 or three years old. I I think in his head, he's just nuts now. And he doesn't know things he does or says anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I agree, (laughs) but it's just, it's just, it's a fucking trip. I mean, it's, it's easy to get used to it. But when you sort of like knock yourself out of this, this being used to it and really just watch him as if you hadn't seen him before, it's a fucking trip, man. You know? Well, and, and when every day there's a hundred examples of him, of his corruption and his bullshit every day, again, we all just get tired of it because there are a hundred examples every day. So if he had a strategy, and I don't think he's smart enough to strategize, that would be that would be a strategy. Just throw a hundred pieces of shit against the wall every day, and Americans will just become confused. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so what? You're out there. You're. Are you in Iowa right now? I'm in Iowa right now, baby. We'll be here through the caucuses on the third. 
So when you're out there, what, I mean, I, I see it, but what's the message you're getting across? Like, what is, is it pure, is it just purely the principle we can't have this fucking guy doing this anymore? Or, or is there more so nuance I led, in there? I led, I led with that. So uh-huh. I, when I announced five months ago, I led with he's unfit, he's a danger to the country. And it's evolved into, um, because of that, nothing's going to get done. So I hear from voters that, you know, healthcare and immigration and mm-hmm. infrastructure and all these other issues. My answer is, I'm sorry, guys, here's the deal. Uh, I, I know you like, because remember, I'm talking to Republicans. Right. I know you like some of the things he's done, but ain't nothing going to get done for four years yeah. because it's the Donald Trump show. So that issue is the issue that resonates with Republicans who go to bed every night thinking, the Democrats scare the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. I don't like Donald Trump. I like some of the things he's done. But, man, do I want to go through four more years of this? I'm tired. Right. And, and, see, uh, and so along comes Joe Walsh. I'm a conservative. I just won't give you all the bullshit. I'll right. just give you – I'll try to give you good conservative policies. Right. And, and, and in Iowa, these early states that you're yeah. in, uh, how – uh, in terms of like the actual voter on the ground, yeah. are they are they buying the the Trump line about? Uh, are they seeing what you're doing as sort of this uh, anti? Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, uh, so yeah. And, and, and Matt, if you, I, the, the way I answer is this: If I had Michael Bloomberg's money, uh-huh. I'd be beating Donald Trump right now, <laughs> yeah. because most Republicans. Once they hear me and they say, oh, that Joe Walsh, oh, he's a cool dude. He's basically pretty conservative, but he's not going to be a psycho like Trump. I can turn Republicans one or two or three or four at a time. Right. The problem is, you know, I'm running a grassroots guerrilla campaign. I don't have Mike Bloomberg's money. And so it's just a matter of getting in front of enough people is my problem. Yeah, and I mean that circles back to one of the first things we were just talking about, which is that the primaries have been can- they're canceled, and that is not even a possibility yeah. anymore. Uh, that actually reminds- so the party the party has rallied around their king to protect their king, and I I didn't anticipate that would happen. I had no clue yeah. that like ten states would just say we're not going to have elections next year. I didn't see that coming. I find it odd because one of the main talking points of, of his is that his support among Republicans is so high. But if they if that was if there was that's bullshit, right? That's if there bullshit. was truth to that, and 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 they believed that, then they wouldn't give a fuck what you were doing. Right? They wouldn't care. Right. So they know that's a great, great, great point, Matt. The party knows that those polls are bullshit, which is why they're canceling elections to protect him. In all those polls that say 80 to 90 percent of Republicans support Trump, uh, A, you're talking about self-identified Republicans. It doesn't measure people. So many people have left the Republican Party. Mm. Um, so so there are a lot of Republicans who those polls don't take into consideration. Right. Uh all right, so let's talk some fucking future. Let's talk pre- like predictions. What we what we naively believe will actually happen because uh, I listened a little bit to our first episode, uh, right. and it was like already <laughs> so much of the shit. I've like changed my mind on shit. Then it's just like yeah. it's hard. It's funny to like look back even just a f- half a year ago and think about how fucking different everything was. But yeah. uh, I mean, the impeachment's going on right now. I, I'm sure you think 
Or what do you think? I mean, what do you think is going to be the result of that? I don't want to assume. Um, I, I, I like to sound like I, 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 I'm hopeful. But no, I think McConnell and the Republicans will squash it and it'll be done. Uh, in pretty short order, it'll be a sham trial, right? And and coming out of that, because I mean, I, I think I think what some of the fear for Democrats was, well, when this when they tried to do this to Clinton, it actually helped him. Uh, so because he came out sort of looking like a a, a fighter or whatever the fuck, yeah, uh, different. This is the reason this is different is when Bill Clinton was impeached. <laughs> when Bill Clinton was impeached, Matt, his approval rating was seventy three percent. Just across the board, uh, nationally? Donald, across the board. Whoa, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, okay. he was one of our most popular presidents. So the Republicans impeaching him, they look bad. Donald Trump's a, he's the least popular president in modern times. And, 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 and as you and I talked about before, the lines are already drawn. So this is not going to hurt Democrats. I think it's going to hurt Republicans because most Americans know that. They know what a fair trial it is. Mm. So I think this is going to bite them in the ass. Specifically, the making it a bullshit trial you think is going to yes. be the thing that fucks in the most. I got you. Yeah. That's the one thing that most objective Americans in the middle are going to say stinks. Yeah, that's true. It seems like a very big risk for that reason. Totally. To, to, totally. If they just, I actually think if they were like, if their attitude was more, yeah, whatever, let it bring him, bring him on. And they, even if they still knew we're all going to vote against this shit and, and let him off. I I feel like it's smarter to just let it seem like a fair trial that everyone was kind of generally pleased with and then just let him off because then it looks like he got hurt the, the, they had their day in court and he well, then won. you got to call but but Matt then you got to call witnesses right. you can't have a fair trial and so if you yank John Bolton in or Mick Mulvaney who I know by the way yeah you know what they're going to say. They're going to say exactly what Trump did and it's, and, and what Trump did is bad and wrong. So they can't pull those guys in. Right. Yeah. I mean, that alone is f- so fucked up actually, because that's just basically admitting that they're covering yes. up guilt for their own. I don't even know. Actually. I mean, the the thing that I get confused about is that, I'm assuming some of at least enough of those senators would rather have exist in their life without Trump as the fucking president, you know, most Uh, of them, most of them. Yeah. And so, and so the thing that they do want is to have him out and yet they're doing this thing to shield him from any potential possibility of getting kicked out. Well, they're in a tough spot. I mean, again, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't care. I would just do what I believe, but I'm a weird duck. And maybe that's why I'm not real good at politics, but they're in a tough spot because if they do say, you know what? I took an oath. I demanded we have a fair trial. We need to hear from John Bolton and Mick Mulvaney. If they do that, go back. They're going to piss off Trump's voters and they're going to piss off Trump. And so what on the other side of the aisle, I watch, I watch the debates and I actually, I'll be honest, I have to turn them off pretty quickly because i ju- they make i don't know that something about it feels fucking wrong but I, i'm trying to chalk it up to like well it's still early maybe that's just it's my right. own anxiety but I, I, what do you think because i know that you believe he trump's gonna lose what do you think the democrats have to make sure they don't do to make sure that that happens like what are the things what are the guardrails for them like what are the what are the things that if they do them they're in trouble, you know, because I feel like there's a way, there's a version of events where they, if they stay in just a broad enough lane 
And it's sort of like, we need to get this guy out of here. And this sort of like vague leftist ideas. Like what, what do they need to not do? I think if, I think, I think what they should not do if they want to win is nominate somebody who will only talk about crazy radical leftist ideas. Mm. Now, if, if you nominate a guy like Bernie Mm. and that's where his head and heart is, if Bernie can combine his leftist ideas with a real attack on Trump as a danger to this country, then I think Bernie can win. Right. But Bernie's got to get his people out. But if all the Democrats put forward is free college, free health care for everybody, free, 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 all of this shit, if that's all they do, that's Trump's only shot to win. Yeah. And he's licking his chops, Matt, at that. Yeah, he definitely he's licking is. Licking his chops. Oh, I, totally. I mean, that's definitely. Because he the, knows that's the only way he wins. Right. I mean, I mean, it's easy to picture what he will do if, say, the nominee is Bernie, because he's just gonna. And by the way, Matt. And by the way, Matt. And, and you kind of like Bernie, right? I respect Bernie. I like Bernie. I, I, I. Yeah. My feeling about Bernie is that I think he is the strongest in the cultish thing. That that whole thing, I think, is is his lane, and if and that is what might propel him to be able to win. Yeah. Yeah, if but here's this is on here's something on Bernie though. If Bernie's not the nominee, if he doesn't become a big enthusiastic team player yeah. and get around whoever the nominee is, because he and I get it, he didn't like Hillary, but he didn't do that in sixteen. Right. I tell you what, you got all these Bernie bros out there, Matt. If they sit this one out again, yeah. Trump's gonna win. Yeah, I mean that is one lesson I fucking hope Bernie learned because i i mean i don't know i hope so it took him forever to come around on that and then it was even still tepid but it's like i don't think he understood as many didn't the real actual viability of 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 donald trump as a candidate in many normal americans minds i still think i look back on that time as a time where even every democrat from bernie to to hillary and everyone in between just thought there was no way Trump was going to win. This guy can win. This guy can win. Yeah. You know, but and you're right. So you fool me once, right? You, Democrats should not be fooled again because now they know he can win. And Bernie had better be a big enthusiastic team player. Yeah. That's all I can say. If he's not the nominee. Yeah. I mean, but you're right. I mean, the, the Trump is salivating at the opportunity to, to just nonstop call Bernie a communist and lump them together with Castro, whoever the fuck else, you know? Uh, Absolutely. And that'll be annoying as hell. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's right there on a platter for him. And I, I do, I do agree that I think that that's what he wants more than anything else, you know? Uh, um, yeah. I think it'd be harder for him to run against someone like Buttigieg actually, because it's like, you can't really do that to him, you know? Yeah. Uh, you can't align him with the socialist thing. Uh, right. Anyway, right. We're, we're coming up in an hour. What else? Is there anything else you want to talk about, get into before no, man, we hop off here? You, you covered it. My website is joewalsh.org, joewalsh.org. I'm out there uh, just trying to pound on Trump every day to do my part to try to weaken him and make sure he didn't win in November. I always like being on with you, Matt. It's good stuff. Yeah, hopefully we'll have you back again before the actual election. But uh, likewise, I love talking to you, and I'll be listening and watching you on the trail. And best of luck to you, man. I really appreciate your time. Thanks, brother. I'll stay in touch. Thanks, Okay, cool. Thanks, Joe.